Hey listeners, Jennifer here. Do you ever feel disconnected or even lonely as a business owner? I believe a huge part of being really successful in business is making powerful connections. And because I am so passionate about community and connections, I've created a place for you to connect, network with other like-minded entrepreneurs, and even get feedback from a certified coach, that would be me, on your business. Every week, I host a one-hour coffee chat so that you have a consistent and free space to be in community with others who are on a similar journey. I would love to invite you to be a part of this community. Even if your afternoon beverage of choice is not coffee, I welcome you to join us. Go to the link in the show notes to join. I can't wait to meet you. Imagine having a guide to walk with you through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. Someone who has been where you are and knows the psychology and the magic of business done with ease and joy. Welcome to the Clarity to Cash podcast, the place for you to get crystal clear in your business and life so you can feel confident about getting to that next level of cash and impact. I'm your host, Jennifer Jacobson, former therapist and certified life coach for female entrepreneurs. My mission is to get you the clarity you need to create the life and business you desire. Every week, I will be your guide to more clarity, confidence, and cash in your business. Get ready to feel the power of clarity to cash. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have my good friend Heidi B on today, and she is a small business coach, and she really helps entrepreneurs with micro strategy. So we're going to be talking about that today. I'm so excited about the micro strategy because let's just face it, sometimes we don't have much time for the big strategy. We just need micro mini steps to keep us going along, especially in those tough days. So Heidi, tell us a little bit about you and how you help your people. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for sharing your platform with me. It is such a treat to be on Clarity to Cash. I just love the opportunity and I love having the opportunity to tell my, my journey, my story of entrepreneurship. So, you know, in 2018, I was working, um, as a crime analyst for the city of Portland, which sounds like a lot of like, which sounds very like CSI, lots of like blue lights and data collection, (laughs) but actually it was just like Excel sheet after Excel sheet after Excel Uh. sheet. And, um, I had, I always, I've always had a dream of being a writer. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, but like, I never really had that. Like I never, I had not had, I didn't have the life experience to write about. So, you know, fast forward, it's 2018. I was 38 years old. I'd been through some stuff in life. I had this idea, like I am gonna, I want to write a book. And so I wanted to write a book based on my experiences in the love dating relationship space, based on my own personal experience. I decided I wanted to write like a memoir that was like half memoir and half how to a little bit of coming of age, a little bit of like where I really bottomed out and a little bit of like the tools I use to like pick myself back up and find the love of my life and get married to him and have a happy life in the aftermath. So I told all my colleagues, like I'm leaving this job and I'm gonna go write my book. And everyone like laughed in my face basically, because you know, I mean, it was like a city job, right? So people were like, you know, people are like, Oh, but the pension, I'm like, I have only worked here for three years. <laughs> I'm going to have to work here for another 17 years to get a pension. Are you seeing this right now? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it, it took some um, resistance to that. Uh, you know, I had to like really be grounded in this idea. And I remember thinking, I'm going to give myself one year to write this book and get it published 
and then move on to the next thing. So I left my job. The last day of my job at the city of Portland was October 2nd of 2018. And October 1st, 2019, I hit the upload and publish button on Amazon for self-publishing my book, Relationship Ready. And that really launched me on the journey of like entrepreneurship and like trying to figure out how to make it all work. So I, because of the experience that I had in the love dating relationship, like sphere of my life, my why really was about helping women that were struggling in love dating relationship because I just felt like I knew how lonesome it was. I knew how awful it felt to feel like everyone out there was like getting it. And like, I was not getting it. And I just Mm. felt like if I can help one woman feel seen, one woman feel like she's not the only one out here who struggles with this stuff like that is, I will tell you every dark secret of mine. I will put it all out there because it hurts so bad to be in that darkness uh, and the isolation of thinking that you're the only one that doesn't get it. Now, at the time that I was in the love dating relationship space, I thought that that was like exclusive to love dating relationship. But I know now about being an entrepreneur, it can feel that way to be an entrepreneur as well. Like, oh my God, how come yes. this woman over here had like a six figure launch and I'm like doing everything mm. and I can't get anyone to even join me on something for free. You know, like yes. there is really like that. It continues to be a driving why for me, just so that people know who are on this journey that it is a roller coaster. It doesn't always happen fast. It can take a lot of hard work. It does require resilience, but like we can have a lot of fun and success doing it. So I had been in a love dating relationship space. I wrote and self-published the book. I decided to do a group container. I did an online course. I just was kind of like doing the buffet year of things, like trying, mm-hmm. trying all the things just to kind of see like, what hit, what didn't, I was learning so much about being an entrepreneur and being a solopreneur. Um, and eventually after about 18 months of like trying to make a career in that space, I realized like my vision needs to be funded and I am not willing to sell in the way that I need to, in order to fund this vision. But I've learned a ton of transferable skills, having put together the online course, written and self-published the book, doing the groups, doing the one-on-one. Like I've learned a lot of other pieces around entrepreneurship and I've started to discover that my zone of genius is actually helping people feel motivated, inspired, and energized to meet their goals, whether they're love goals or business goals. Yeah. And I had actually started to, even though in my social media platforms, I was talking about love dating relationship, all my content was about that. I'd actually started to take some business clients on the side, some friends who were starting <sighs> businesses or who like needed a little bit of help or need a little bit of accountability. And I got the experience of like, discovering my zone of genius, truly, of really learning that like, I am very good at motivating people. I'm very good at holding people accountable. I'm very good at being a hype man. And I'm really good at dreaming big. So I started to toy with the idea of pivoting because I knew that in order to stay in my zone of genius, my, my vision for the, for the business had to be funded. I wasn't able to do that in the relationship space. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to try this in the business space. And I had the opportunity to be a part of Six Figure School through the Powerhouse Women community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got to do a lot of practice there as well. So I had some friends that were coming to me, some referral business for for business coaching. And then I got to just like be of service in that community by offering to stay on the breakout calls or offering to hop on a 30-minute call with anyone at any time who like might just need a little motivation, a little accountability, a little like judge to their energy around their business. And, you know, so about 12 months ago, I made that pivot and I really haven't looked back since. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. And I love how you drew so many parallels between love and dating and relationships and entrepreneurship. Because before you even said that, I was like, oh my gosh, they really are so similar because you just feel like you're the only one. You feel like, oh my gosh, this is such a lonely place to be in. 
what am I doing wrong? Why does it Uh, seem to, you know, all those mindset blocks that mm -hmm. we really do struggle with, um, are so similar and both. So that's so incredible. I mean, it's truly so heartbreaking, right? To think about like the entrepreneurs that are out there. I know, I just, I know what I put into my business and I know how much it hurts to feel like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, and and like the the thinking for me gets really dark really fast. Like, what, am I not blonde enough? Am I not thin enough? Am I not pretty enough? Am I not, you know, it's like all of that stuff can really bubble up. And I just feel like I am more than happy to be out here having honest conversations about my failures, about those shortcomings, about those mindset blocks so that people know you're not alone. Like one of my biggest failures that I had before I decided to pivot was I invested in um, a series of Facebook ads for my online course. And I loved the company that I hired to do it. They spent a ton of time with me getting to know me, learning my language, learning my verbiage, like really understanding the brand. And I probably spent $7,500 on Facebook ads that did not sell a single online course. Oh man. Right. And I will tell people about that until the cows come home because yeah. everybody, I mean, I think it's so easy to, as an entrepreneur to think, Oh, I'll just throw money at this problem and it will solve it. Or yes. Facebook ads are the problem and it will solve it. It's like, well, yes. no, actually what happened was I had the online course. I was selling one or two here or there, but I didn't really have like a bunch of momentum going for it. And that, that Facebook ads could then capitalize on, right? Like I didn't really have the proof of concept before I decided to like put a bunch of money on it. Right. Right. It's like, Oh, well, I just, I, I wish I didn't have to learn the lesson that I learned that way, but I did. And it's okay. And like, yes, do I now have a little bit of credit card debt? I certainly do. (laughs) Did it mean that I like had to go out of business? No, it did not. You know, it just means like, I, you know, and so I feel like I'm happy to be out here talking about stuff like that all the time because it's like, look, if you're not in this arena and willing to share what it's really like to be doing this, mm-hmm. like, then I don't want to, you know, I don't, I, then like, it's kind of like Brene Brown says, she's like, if you're not in the arena of getting your ass kicked, then like, I'm, we're not on the same page. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I'm out here. We're all out here doing the stuff. Some of it hits, some of it doesn't. And I am never interested in pretending like everything I touch turns to gold. Cause that is just not the case. And so many entrepreneurs think that there's something wrong with them when everything they touch doesn't turn to gold. And it's like, no, no, it's actually just the opposite. It's like so rarely that like lightning strikes, you know, so much, so much more often we're trying something that doesn't work and then discovering the resilience to pivot into another space or into another product or into another service. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I think that is just so refreshing because I I just think so many people in the space, it's, it's just, there's so many people who make it sound like it's just so easy. You know, you just become a coach and you start coaching people and you make all this money and, you know, it's just, there's never any, you know, blocks or, you know, stumbling blocks in the road. It's just, it's all a smooth path. And I think (laughs) it sets so many people up for really, you know, huge disappointments. And maybe if they don't have that resilience, like you've had, like Mm -hmm. they're, they're not going to make it. They're going to quit. Yeah. They're going to be doing all that comparisonitis where they're, you yes. know, I love to call it comparisonitis. You're comparing your reality to somebody else's. And it's just, you know, it, it, it doesn't help us. It doesn't help yeah. us on our path. So I love how incredibly real you are and how willing you are to tell the stories and tell, yeah. tell everyone about, you know, the hard stuff. And I'm the same way. Like I have spent a lot of money on, crappy coaches. And so I, you know, I want to encourage people like whoever you hire, just make sure that they can stand behind what their promises are, because there's so many people out there, unfortunately, 
that are making promises that they cannot stand behind and totally really gets disheartening. So yeah, I totally understand that. So, um, tell me because this, this podcast is so much about clarity and Mm -hmm. how clarity really can lead us to more success in our business. Tell, I mean, your story's amazing. Like where you started and, you know, the space that you moved to. And then now that now you're doing online business coaching, how Mm -hmm. do you think you found that clarity along the way? Mm. You know, so much of it was just practice, right? Like I had to have all the experiences that I had in order to get here today, right? Like I wouldn't have gotten this clarity if I wouldn't have taken that first step to leave the job. If I wouldn't have taken that first opportunity to offer that first coaching container, if I wouldn't, you know, so it took a little bit of like, it did take, it's a little bit of like trial by fire or like, you know, little by little practice by practice. Like we just keep showing up and get clearer and clearer about who we are and what we're good at. Right. So, you know, I think there is something to, um, just going like, look, it's so easy to overthink all of this. And it is, it is a big learning curve to decide, you know, Mm -hmm. to be in this space. Um, and I always offer people, you know, like I would temper, uh, moving into this space with your financial and personal responsibilities. So like, yes, if you're the sole provider for your home and you carry the health insurance and all of the income and whatever, mm-hmm. like you're probably going to need a runway to transition out of your job and into this, right? It's yeah. like, but if you're like 20 and you have no student loans and no partner and no, like a low rent or something, then fine. Like you have a different decision calculus. So I always think like, you know, the decision calculus that you're making about how to move into this space is all is so personal. So it's not like a one size fits all solution, but when we become willing to start to practice some of this and like, and we just become willing to take action on our dreams, we get more and more clarity about what they are and what they could be and what could come next. Right. So it's like, you know, I tell, I actually have a client who just launched a group coaching container and she was so nervous about it. She'd been thinking about doing it for like probably months. Mm. And she's just like, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if people are going to like it. I don't know if I can teach it. And I'm like, you're never going to know that until you actually just do it. Right. So the only way to get any real feedback about whether or not you like coaching, about whether or not you want to do a group or one-on-one, about how you want to run your groups, the only way you get to really get that feedback is by doing it, which is so scary. So I love helping entrepreneurs do it and just like hold their hand through the process because it's actually much simpler than we make it out to be, but it's really terrifying to go, here's my dream. And now I'm about to find out if it has any legs. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So true. And I, um, I think you're right that you really do gain so much clarity just by doing and yes. unfortunately, and that's why I always say like, entrepreneurship is a marathon, not a sprint. And Mm -hmm. you have to get out there and just be willing to fail. You have to fail. Like all of the successful, really, really successful people in the world have failed probably not once or twice, but many times. And in really big ways, more than just, you know, like a little bit of credit card debt or whatever, like (laughs) in huge ways. And so, yeah. And I love that you inspire them and you motivate them and you empower them to make those big leaps into the unknown, because that's the only way you're going to gain that clarity. That's the only way you're going to figure it out. A thousand percent. And it's like, look, I didn't know, like until I had done a couple of coaching containers until I done a couple of groups, like I didn't realize how much I love doing one-on-one. 
And oh, I had always been like okay. a little scared about one-on-one because I was like, do I bring enough value? How do I have enough experience? What, you know, mm-hmm. do I have enough skills? All of the things that we question about that. But like the more I showed up for group coaching containers, cause they seemed like the stakes were lower. There's more energies. There's more mm-hmm. people. The more I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't get as euphoric about these as I do on these one-on-one calls. So it's time mm-hmm. for me to just trust myself that like I can do one-on-one coaching that it's like, it's where I need to live. Right. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't done a couple of group containers just to experiment with. So I start to, I think one of the best like lenses that we can view entrepreneurship through is just like constant experiment. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Because you really have to experiment and see because you, yeah, you're right. You don't know what you don't know. And so unless you try it out and see how it feels for you, you know, you're really not going to have that information to maybe make a little pivot or make a different change. And, and you really do, if you, I love how you said it just didn't, it didn't light you up in the same way. It wasn't as Mm -hmm. exciting as the one-on-ones were for you. And Mm -hmm. like, that's great information to have because that's how, you know, like, where should you focus your energy? Where should you really spend your time? Maybe it's not on trying to get people in a group, but how to really perfect those one-on-one sessions and make them super amazing so that, you know, it's because I feel like too, the more exciting and, and, um, just wonderful of an experience it is for you. It is for the client too, because they feel that energy and they feel like how motivated you are to help them. And you're both going to have an incredible experience through that session. And that will keep you going over time too. Oh yeah. Yeah. 1000%. And you know, one of the things I I do want to mention something about one-on-one containers that I think is so valuable. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I know you had Tiffany Carter on your show. She hosts the project me with Tiffany program. And she mentioned, I listen to her podcast all the time. And she mentioned something recently about one-on-one coaching containers being the fastest way to generate revenue in your business. And the reality, Mm -hmm. and like, I thought about that and I was like, she's right. (laughs) And here's why. And I want to, part of the reason I bring it up is because I think so many people are intimidated to offer a one-on-one coaching container because we get afraid about whether or not we really are, we really have the expertise to offer it. But my, my, the, what I would say to that is this, like, if you are an expert in any way, if there's any kind of coaching that's on your heart to offer, like you have to build the confidence in yourself. You have to just trust that you are the expert. One of the reasons that one-on-one containers are the easiest way to start generating revenue and revenue in your business generates confidence. It kind of like creates this big, like yes, self-fulfilling yes. prophecy, right? Yeah. Cause like nobody wants, I mean, like, look, nobody wants to be in business and not make any money. That sucks. It's the worst. It's, 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 it just feels so shitty right. to, when you're like in business and making no money. Cause you're like, am I even in business? Like what is right. going on here? Right. So like, let's just honor and acknowledge the fact that part of the reason we're in business for ourselves is like have a flexible schedule and make life changing money. Right. So yes. one of the easiest and fastest ways to do that is to offer one-on-one coaching. However, it does require you acknowledging and stepping into your expertise. The reason that one-on-one coaching containers are the quickest way to revenue is that they don't. Re- you don't have to make a workbook. You don't need to make a spreadsheet. You don't have to offer. All you have to do is show up on the phone with that person and deliver your expertise where they need it. You have to offer a custom program where you listen to what's going on with them and then you provide them some suggestions. So yes. it doesn't. it doesn't require any prep in advance which so many of us type airs, we love, we love getting bogged down in the prep. It's actually less scary to get bogged down in creating the worksheets, hiring the VA, building the funnel, creating the landing page. I mean, oh my God, landing pages make me break out in hives, but personally, (laughs) but I know a lot of people who like, it's easier to get 
wrapped up in that stuff. It's less scary to get wrapped up in that stuff than it is to hop on social media and say, hey, I'm an expert in creating clarity and converting cash into your business. You want to know how? Send me a DM and we'll do six calls. It's going to cost you 2000 bucks and we'll get you there. Yes. Right? Yes. Like that is terrifying to most people to do, but that is actually how easy it can be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To start to generate that revenue in your business because the one-on-one container is a custom offering. It doesn't require any of the bullshit that comes along that we think comes along with coaching. So, you know, it's just like, I like to offer this to people. Just if you like working one-on-one with people, if you like having conversations with people, if you want to hop on zoom with Jen one-on-one and have a great time, it's like, Oh, you might start to consider one-on-one coaching because chances are your expertise makes you qualified to do it. Your lived experience will give you something to offer your client and you will help change that person's life. And then their life changed affects all of the lives around them. The ripple effect of one-to-one coaching is tremendous, right? So I just think like a lot of people shy away from it because they think um, that it, because they're afraid of it. And there's really, I think it's the quickest way to revenue and it's the quickest way to affect change among your community. Yes. Oh my gosh. I had not really thought about it that way. Like I always think of the opposite. I think uh, like when you're in a group container, Mm -hmm. you can really influence more change, but you're right because truly like one-on-one coaching is so completely customized to that person and what they're Mm -hmm. going through. Mm -hmm. And really, I think that the transformation can happen in both containers, but I do, I, I do love that, that perspective that really it does. And cause it does, because it, overflows, regardless of what you're getting help in, um, in the coaching, it really does overflow into all areas of their life. So that is incredibly true. Now I know in your zone of genius, and Mm -hmm. this may even be the thing you're promoting or not. I'm not totally (laughs) sure. I just know I was having a conversation with somebody and they're like, you know, Heidi B she's like, she's the micro strategy girl. So Somehow you're, you're making that name for yourself. So tell us a little bit about micro strategy and how that comes into, into play when you're helping your clients. Yeah, I love this. Well, I was, as I was thinking about who I wanted to help in, in this business space, you know, because I, I, I did spend a little bit of time trying to think about the ideal client avatar. I think that's another place where we can really get stuck, like spending a lot mm. of time thinking about that instead oh, of yeah. just like launching our service. Yeah. So I, but I did spend a minute to go like, okay, who do I want to help? And originally I was thinking like, oh, I, I want to help new entrepreneurs. I want to help new entrepreneurial women because there's just like so many things that you get that you think you need that you don't need, right? Like right. you think you need a landing page, but you don't. Like really what you need is a service to sell, a way to market it, that's social media, and a way to collect payment, that's PayPal. Like that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. what you need, right? <laughs> um but then I thought, oh, there are actually seasoned entrepreneurs that need it to be that simple as well. And so then I started mm-hmm. to think about it in terms of micro strategy because the reality is So many solopreneurs have their fingers on the pulse of so many things, have so many irons in the fire that unless you have a weekly meeting to say, Hey, what's important this week? X, Y, and Z. Okay. What are we working on X? Mm. What are we doing with X? Here's what we're doing. What's the game plan. We spend an hour on the phone, figuring out what your priorities are for the week, what actions you're going to take on them and like where we're going to check in the next week. Um, and that really helps people like get into like get out of decision fatigue and get into mm, action. Yeah. And like some of my clients I talk to weekly, some of them I talk to every other week, some of them I talk to once a month. But the point is like, we're taking, we're making really clear, like what it is that you need to have done before the next time we talk. And, yes. you know, it's just like that clarity of like, oh, I don't have to make any more decisions about this. This is what I'm doing. And I'm going to report back to Heidi in a week and I we're good that. to go. That is, I mean, I really do think that is such an incredible need. And it seems like, 
you know, it's kind of, it's kind of simple. Like, let's just yeah. be super focused. Let's hold you accountable. You're going to work on this one thing until the next right. time we chat. And, you know, it really, I think can take so much of the stress off so much of the pressure, so much of the confusion and the, yes. you know, feeling of being stuck. So I feel like that mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, I feel like that micro strategy is also a way of really being clear because you're being yeah. clear on what your strategy is from one week to the next and not totally falling into confusion and overwhelm and potentially burnout. So yeah. You know, I and, love for, that. and for new entrepreneurs, it's really helpful to have somebody say like, look, you do, not, I just, there's so much out there that new entrepreneurs get bombarded with around mm-hmm. like building your email list. Well, and it's like, okay, let's take a minute. And like, first of all, let's figure out what you actually like to do. What brings you joy? Do you yes. like doing video? Do you like writing blog posts? That's usually where we start. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, what can we, where are we going from there? Because there's all this noise about things that you should, that, mm-hmm. that things that you should be doing, but everybody that's making that noise is also trying to sell you that thing. Right. So it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. maybe we could all just take a pause here for a minute. If we're working together, if I'm working with a new entrepreneur, I'm like, okay, what do we really, what's the goal? What do you like to do? And how can we meet that? How can we meet that by the end of the container? Right. Like I, I like to be able to help put some focus and direction onto the stuff that will actually get you to the goal instead yeah. of some of like the more distracting conversations that are happening around, around us. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. This is so incredibly needed. So tell us what particular things that you're launching right now, what, you know, what's the best way for someone to work with you and, and how might they know that, that you're the one for them? Well, first of all, um, thank you very much again for having me on. This is, I'm like, where did the time go? It's crazy. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Heidi B coaching on Instagram. That's where I spend my time. That's where you can DM me, get at me there. I only offer, I offer two things. I have a 30 minute free clarity call that will help you get, I guarantee you will get you unstuck on whatever it is that's like got you blocked or you just feel like overwhelmed by we'll work on it. Um, and then we'll talk about what it's like to work together in a larger coaching container. You get an idea of that. You get a little bit of an idea of my personality of how, how it feels to like be on a call with me. Um, and then the other offer that the main offer that I have is 12 50 minute coaching calls for $2,000. Those calls are scheduled at your convenience. Um, and we just like, we work through the business stuff. We set the goals, we get there and, and we do it, you know? So, um, those are the two primary ways to work with me. And the way you would know is like, look, if you're vibing on this podcast, if you love this energy, if you want more of it in your life, like this is the kind of energy that I bring to all of my clients. It's part of what you pay for, right? Is like to be on the call with somebody who's energized, who has a good idea of where we're going, who can help you figure some of this stuff out. So, um, that's a good way, you know, it's like, if you're, if you're even curious, just like send me a DM, let's talk about it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I just want to say for those of you who are listening right now, if you're not picking up the energy Heidi's putting out, like she, like I literally came to this interview today, just like super tired with my cup of coffee. I'm like, Heidi, I'm so tired, but we're going to do this interview anyway. And I feel a lot more energized just by being on a zoom with her. So she is absolutely phenomenal at giving you energy motivation. And really, truly, that is what people pay for. People pay for your energy, your enthusiasm, your positivity. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyone who's looking for a little more of that in in your life, um, definitely DM Heidi. She's going to have you covered. So thank you so much for being here today. I always love chatting with you. And um, yeah, I encourage everyone to just go ahead and reach out and um, we will maybe talk to Heidi again soon. All right. Such a treat. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the Clarity to Cash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please write a five-star review and share with your biz besties. If you want to learn more, come visit me at jenniferjacobsonlifecoaching.com. That's Jacobson with a K. Talk to you next week.